When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Julia Show, my talk 1071, everything entertainment, and we know what need is it's Hump Day. And uh, also, we're going to give you a chance on Hump Day uh, to win a pair of tickets to see the wonderful musical 42nd Street. That'll be on the evening of July 25th. That's a Thursday at the Ordway, of course. And uh, not only do you get to see the show, but you also get to hang out with those two. A little uh, cocktail party before the show. And... Donnie, are you going to go? Nope, I'm not part of this. Ah, oh, don't you want to go anyway? I'm not part of this. All right. <laughs> You're going another <laughs> date. Yeah, sure. He's going That's another right. date. That's what that means. I'm going to tell you right now, I think I've got a pretty darn tough voice for you today. Do you? Oh. Yeah. I'm thinking of making it a little bit harder as right, each day good. goes by. Good. Last, uh, last week, we had uh, a couple of hard voices. I can't remember why. It might have been out of pure desperation. We were just playing voices, having people <laughs> call in. Yeah. We don't have a prize, <laughs> but this is a new segment. That's, That's right. right. Just guess his voice and talk This is a really yeah. good idea, though. I know. Okay, so um, I didn't want to tweet at Ellen Hildebrand when I saw this in the Star Tribune today. And they always publish the New York Times bestseller, fiction, nonfiction. Yep. And for 40 or 41 weeks, I'm not sure... Um, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens has been number one on the New York Times bestseller. We both loved it. Loved that book. Loved it's it. so good. It's been on there. I don't know. I mean, that's a long, long time yeah. for that book to be on there. But the book that moved uh, Where the Crawdads Sing to number two is our favorite book that we've read, Summer, Summer of 69, 69 by Ellen Hildebrand. And she's such a voracious reader herself i thought she probably doesn't want some congratulatory thing from us saying i think you should no no No, julia no 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 i I just think she's already like giddy about it she's just not a she just wouldn't really you know jennifer weiner is on there and this is everything appeared Oh, at number five. We just started reading that because that's for next week. City of Girls is number three. Elizabeth Gilbert, Eat, Pray, Love. I believe she's coming on our show. Or did you just no, get us a copy? No, we could get her. Could okay, we just got her. a copy of yeah. the book. You got the copy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so just a little mix, a little, uh, you know, moving around. Yeah. Anyway. I love it. I that- expect the guest book by Sarah Blakely who who we're having her on on Friday mm-hmm. that that amazing in, book that in summer of 69 uh, honestly both epics epic novels that are and not that are not um 
you know, thrillers are twisty, right. suspenseful. Like, we like those, too. Yeah. But these are just great epic stories that touch on so many meaningful things that are valid. Like, my Aunt Claudia read it, and she said she kept getting up. And she said, I get up anyway early. But she right. said, I was getting up earlier because I was like, what's happening with Tiger in Vietnam? Or this storyline. Oh, summer of 69. Summer yeah, of 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my mom is reading it. And she said, she's not even mad at the Seattle weather, weather for raining for the last two days. It's been raining since I left, you know, crying from the sky. As, I'm as gone. it should. As it um, should. But she said, I'm glad it's raining because she's just... Staying and read, right? She's staying in and reading uh, Summer 69. Some, yeah. Anyway, so if you're going on vacation, it's a good there's book. a lot it's of a, good books to there's read. There's so many good books to read. And I watched Big Little Lies, so I'm caught oh, up with good, you guys. Good. I'm, I'm as, uh, that show is riveting. Mary Louise, a.k.a. Meryl Streep, I'm nervous every time she gets on the screen. Yes. <laughs> what ball she has to show up in her demeanor. I mean, she's so timid, but yet she's a mouse nah, that could roar. She's not really timid. She is not. But, do you, but she puts on. She pretends to be timid. Do you know yeah. anyone like a friend that you think, how does that person have the guts to come to this party? Is there ever been anyone like that? Because you know when people. Oh, what? I know one person. Ooh. Are you friends? Yeah. We do know someone. We, everybody knows somebody that's like super passive aggressive, but tries to put a sweet. But that no one wants there and isn't invited, patina. but they show patina, up. Yeah, patina, yeah. thank you. Ooh, good five dollar word. Mm-hmm. Very good. Ding. We'll take a ding. Ding. Anyway, that show is good, and I'm bummed. There's only two episodes left, is you that guys. It? That's it. That was that was episode five. There's only seven. Seven? No, I forgot. It's only <sighs> seven. Yeah. Well. So that's the only show that, like, I was just like, I gotta stay away from everything spoiler because oh, I want to just r- relish in that show. The acting is so good, it really, it really is. Mm-hmm. And I read the interesting, uh, well, kind of interesting uh, story about how the how they're doing the hair and makeup and and clothes for each of the characters, which also like gives you this whole other layer of their personality based even though, on their mood based on how they look mm-hmm. like the Reese Witherspoon her lipstick matches her handbag she's polished and put together mm-hmm. you know Zoe Kravitz that yoga boho all of that stuff sort of like it really adds this it's whole, a Renata always in her business suits full makeup cinched hair done I, I want to see more of Laura Dern I that's yeah She's Renata. kind of been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her. I a will lot. not not be rich. Yeah. Oh, and when she told him, she agreed. She's never sit somewhere again on him again. That was oh, a great no. line. Remember that? <laughs> oh, she. And just... don't think that's going to happen again. Yeah. Oh my. God. What's interesting with the Mary Louise character, the Meryl Streep character, how several of the other women have thought that they could outwit her and oh, yeah. get, and they fail. Yeah, absolutely. She turns it <laughs> she around. Turns that it around. tea, the it's tea like yeah. thing. And yeah. I used to think that about my dad, because he's an attorney. Yeah. And I'd go in with one problem and come out with a completely different one. Yeah. I mean, I could never get my way because he would talk me out of it or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and she spins it like that. And you don't know what's happening. Right. It's a master manipulation. Yeah. Really, I mean, you really it, just don't know what's happening, but then it suddenly it's like, oh, well, <sighs> all right, lost again. All right, did I'm you? I'm not getting a raise in my allowance. I know. Did you? Uh, watch? I'm just going to take it the, from the quarter jar. Which my is dad never had so many quarters. Yeah, so did my dad. He was a oh, bartender for many them. years, and he had a big Seagram's oh. plastic uh, coin thing that was about <laughs> this five feet was tall. Was that a swear jar? 
No, oh. he put all of his no. quarters. Remember where you have your oh, change? Oh, the change. People don't have yeah, change yeah, like yeah. They used yeah. To. yeah. The and so he would put his change in, and yeah. oh my gosh, he like must have weighed that thing because sometimes if we would filch a few quarters. I swear he'd know. <laughs> Would he? Oh, oh my no, gosh. my dad. I think he waited on a scale. Seri- he's Seriously. He's so tight he squeaks. He is. It's true. I mean, it is true. But he's taking you on a big trip next year. In December. He's yeah. taking all of his kids. That's uh, a big deal. Hawaii, oh, right? No, we're going to uh, Playa del Carmen. Oh, that's Going okay, to an yeah. all-inclusive. But the cement wallet is opening up and... And we big time. time for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a mountain wallet. Oh, jeez. When you make a joke that he opens his wallet and a moth flies yeah, out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Julia and I, he'll buy us a beer at that thing in August. Will he? Yeah. He usually does. Does he? Okay. One. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch Love Island last night? Okay, I tried. Mm-hmm. And they spent the entire show introducing people and then matching people. It was so boring, Lori. And I agree. I think America agreed because there were no ratings. Yeah, it uh, disappointed CBS because CBS is doing the highly unusual commitment of five nights a week for the next four weeks. I'm going to say right now to CBS, Americans are not going to watch it. No, it's that many days in a row. Now, I did. I did like the idea of all these good-looking people who have to wear bathing suits at all times, sitting by a pool, bonding over the fact they have nothing to do, complaining about each other, and the fact that they have nothing to do, and then eventually, probably starting tonight, boning. Except for it took, it took the show too long to get there. Right. The well, setup took forever. Yeah, it did. You were, it was over a half hour. I was like, I didn't even do it anymore. Yeah, 2.7 million viewers, and I guess they were hoping to top the 20-minute uh, but people on Twitter seem to like it. But the 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 sentiment was more, I hate how much I like this, which is kind of how I felt about it. So you did like it? Well, I did, but I didn't finish the whole thing. I only watched 45 minutes because who has 90 minutes? And I thought, is there another 90 minute? I mean, I already feel like it's coming off my DVR tonight. Oh, yeah, because it's it, going to take up too much space. Well, do my, I don't... My gal tried. Yeah, she lasted fifteen minutes. And yeah, she that's said, These about all I lasted. Donnie, I can't stupid. handle it. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's. I'll watch maybe one more. I'll give it another try, okay. and I'll look at the ratings. But I think the appetite from Americans, like the Brits, watch this. It's in its fifth season, six nights a week. Ugh. They have more of a, and they're really doing not it the same thing. It rains a lot more over there. Maybe, maybe. But that's I feel it. like we're catching up. Yeah. All right. Listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Thank you. Next, to Julia, Donnie, guess what's coming up next for our second one of the year? One of those pesky little things called Mercury in retrograde. It's yes. funny you mentioned that. I was just talking to uh, Malls, yeah. my daughter, a couple of days ago. She was saying, I hate this Mercury and Mercury in retrograde. It's messing up my life. Yeah, well, <laughs> this pesky transit happens three times per year. It's just part of life. Yeah, per year, Julia. And even though it's infamous for encouraging you to reconnect with exes, say the wrong things at the wrong time, show up late to every appointment, and make commitments that are later going to end up falling apart, you don't have to be that nervous about every Mercury retrograde. Okay. Why Which should is we just, be nervous about this one? Mercury, it just means it's out of order. So you're entered the Mer- Here's the basic. It's a great time for review and reflection. Okay. And it's a not a great time for making huge commitments or starting something new. So this starts basically, 
it started. Uh, if it's three times a year, that takes out a lot of time out of the year. Well, July 7th to July 31st is this retrograde. Okay. Okay, so it ends on the 31st. And the one we had last November, that, was that one was a long one. That was like a seven or eight weeker. Yeah. It went on way too long, and that was more difficult because it's the time of the year when it gets dark. Yeah. So the sum, this retrograde, but anyway, the, there's four signs that this summer Mercury retrograde is really going to affect. Okay, what are they? Cancer, Leo, and Virgo. Oh, that's all three of all us. All three of us. Oh. Oh, well, Gemini, Gemini, Gemini too. Yeah. So it's the summer, so the summers. Yes, yes, uh, because, uh, you know, this is, it's going to, it's going to challenge us all the way we express our feelings and how we process them. So I just thought I'd go over okay. everything, okay? Okay. So uh, I'll start with cancer, because mm-hmm. that's the first one on the page. Um, it's going to land in my uh, house of self-undoing and subconscious, okay? Whatever that means. <laughs> it it wants me to try and remain grounded in reality. because oh, you know how, not possible. Well, I know, but I'm going to try. And uh, you may have, I may have a difficult time seeing myself clearly... We're really? expressing uh, the way I, I would like. And I should not feel imprisoned by who I think I'm supposed to be. You never have. Yeah, never really. That okay, but this is, I'm going to feel at odds with my external self. Okay. And I kind of feel that way because I feel like I haven't been able to work out or anything. And this is going to be my month when I'm getting back in to going to the gym and right. I'm doing the PT. I'm all worried And about I'm skinny this. flabby. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've never had that view of myself, skinny, flabby. So it's already happening. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to have a real month of adjustment to my physical self. I'm worried about you working out because you did those dumbbells things. No, no. I'm going to do like high steps in Pilates class. Think, okay. No, moving aerobically. Okay. If it doesn't hurt. Okay. Okay. So I, there you go. So I, I, mix, I, I think I'm going to have trouble with that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. As I see myself in my gym clothes, I'm just going to go, ah! Well, they're going to fall off first because okay. you lost. Lori loses weight when she doesn't work out. It's not fair. Don't say it like that. But it isn't fair. I was in pain, and okay. I'm not hungry when I'm. I'm not. You haven't I, been hungry for a year. Oh, jeez, Julia. <laughs> okay, now here's Donnie. Okay, you need to let go of your ego instead of letting it control you, because it's going to create discord in your house of self. Le- leading to a distorted way of seeing yourself, Donald. Oh. This could lead to thoughts of insecurity where you feel oh. you need to prove yourself. Oh, no. Instead, focus on focus on what you think of rather than what others think of you. And don't let your thol- solitary thoughts run rampant. Okay. So All right. Don't wow, you're gonna don't be sensitive. Okay. So let no, go of ego. Yeah, let, let go of your ego instead of letting it control you. Okay. okay. Okay, Julia, mm-hmm. Virgo, your biggest thing for this July 7 to 31 is you may feel disconnected from your social self. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Since Mercury is your ruling planet, this rest retrograde is going to stress you out the most. Mm-hmm. After all, Mercury gives you, Virgo, powers of organization, planning and analysis which is why joya is always the ceo of any business we're in together so when mercury is out of order you tend to feel out of order so this takes place in your house of community donnie is in the house of the self i am in the house of self undoing okay and because it's in your community house don't be shocked if your social life starts to feel strange and surprising Old friends might even turn up. You might feel even dreamier and confused about what's real and what's not. (laughs) So don't take anything seriously this month, okay? But that was, again, Mm -hmm. you've told us nothing. Uh, But I have. If you read between all the lines and take, maybe for you, I'll give you this page and you can read it again. I don't want to. Okay. (laughs) You you can have it there in case you need to remind me about my community social Yeah, or Donnie with the ego if he's having rampant, wild social thoughts and I'm complaining (laughs) about my arms, which is something I've never done. Yeah. Well, about the flab on your arm, but you're yes. complaining about your arm for no. But I mean, okay. the, the external appearance oh, of my arm right, is not right. anything. Okay. I got to remember decision. not to get fixated. Okay. All right, there yeah. you go. Okay, so let's move on to Wimbledon. I, this is not a spoil. We're not spoiling the men's quarterfinals. No. This is the women's quarterfinals happened yesterday. Yes. Did and you watch it? All? Yes, I did. I've watched everything. I've watched today. I know what's going on. I won't share it. But this, so it was a match between Joanna Conta. And um, this woman named Barboa Strykova. And she's, um, Joanna is um, a top, she's the number one British player. Okay. And number one seed. In, she's not number the number one, one British seed. British, British, British player, yeah. And there aren't a lot of British players. And this Barboa is, is Czech. She's, she's Czech. unseeded, but she was seeded in doubles. She's, she's really good, I guess, re- in Third doubles. in the world in doubles, wow. which makes, on grass, she's got a lot of volleying in a very tricky game. So, okay. I've been watching this Joanna Conta. She's a fighter. She comes back. She's been really fun to watch. I watched this match. Okay. And, okay. And, and Conta lost. Okay. Okay. So here is the press release after because they interview all the players. And this is a British um, reporter asking the loser, who is a British person, what's up? Yeah. And I just sorry, sorry Danny. Oh. Just uh, there were tweets about how tense. The room was as he this guy kept asking her questions. Well, as was, you can imagine, when you hear it unfold. Okay, here, here we go. So, could you just uh, briefly explain what happened in that match with the four-one lead, and eventually, unfortunately, you're on the wrong end of the result this time. Um, I mean, I guess what happened is that I have an opponent on the other side of the court um, who who has everything to say in in how the match goes as well, and uh, um, I think. Uh, she was playing very well, and uh, I think I couldn't quite find the level that I needed to 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 make it difficult and challenging for the kind of player she is. Um, she's a very difficult to play on this, uh, a di- very difficult player to play on this surface, um, and in general, <laughs> she's a very good player. 
um, and it's just yeah, it's unfortunate. I couldn't, I couldn't quite find the level needed to to um, to come through. Okay, so we're going to come back to this. That, so that, that was already accusatory. So we want to know what happened in this match. You had a 4 one to one lead. I liked your answer. I never liked... Do you like the tennis pressers? Because they're just one-on-one. But anyway. No, it's... Is it I've been having fun watching, watching Chrissy Everett. And the, okay. It's been really fun. But wait till you hear the questions he asks her after this. Okay, and this is a British This is a British journalist. to a British player. They don't have many that win. <laughs> so maybe there's hit me oh hit me. lord almighty yep. Mavis Staples happy birthday she is 80 years young today she is yes and awesome. she still tours yes, and she she's does. amazing I love her she does alright back to back to the Wimbledon loss Joanna Conta being uh, quizzed by a British reporter big time okay so she just to summarize real quick she's an English player she's the number one female um, player out of England their guy, Andy Murray, is only playing doubles. He had a life-changing hip uh, replacement. Mm-hmm. He thought he was done forever, but he's playing doubles mm-hmm. with Serena Williams. So she's sitting down after her loss. She she did great. Yeah. She went pretty far. Yeah. Um, but she lost to someone who wasn't seated in singles, but is the third in the world for doubles. Yes. And, and apparently she's a has a tricky game for many players. For people who follow tennis, yep. which maybe you know this and she's good on Barbara Strykova. People yeah. know her name because she is, tends to do upsets because of how mm. she how strong her game is. Mm. Yes. So um at the post match um interview, Joanna Conta is getting interviewed and she's getting asked by a British um writer who maybe works for the Daily Mail because he starts out the first question, well, you had a four to one lead and you lost. Um what what you know, what happened? And she's she's like, well, she was a good player, you know, blah blah blah. And so now we've got him coming back in with another question. With another question. Looking at the numbers of thirty three unforced errors and then you had a, a smash at the net which you hit straight to her and then towards the end of the third set you had a double fault and then missed a um a drive volley. Do you not have to look at yourself a little bit about how you cope with these big points? Because it's all very well saying it's a lot to do with your opponent, but there were key points when you perhaps could have done better. Is that in your professional tennis opinion? No, that's just as a watching <laughs> spectator with everyone else in centre court willing you on. Okay. Um, again, I think... And numbers uh, are IBMs. Okay. Okay, that, I mean... I, I don't think you need to pick on me in a, in a harsh way. I mean, I think uh, I think I'm I'm very open with you guys, and I I say how I feel out there. And if if you don't want to accept that answer or you don't agree with it, that's fine. But um, I still believe in the tennis that I play, and I still believe in the way I competed. And yeah, I don't have much else to say to your question. I'm just asking you, as somebody who presumably wants to go on from here, learn from this, and and win a Grand Slam one day. Is it not something that you need? Please don't patronise me. I'm I, I would no, no. You are in the way you're I'm asking. In the way you're asking your question, you are being quite disrespectful, and you are patronising me. I'm a professional competitor who did her best today, and that's all there is to that. Okay. Ooh, this would, and then the woman said, "We'll take the next, <laughs> yeah, next question, question, please." I felt it was like mansplaining no, tennis to her. I have never, Ugh. ever heard this before. 
you've you made this many errors, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. Do you think it's maybe time if you ever want to win a Grand Slam to up your game or take a look at this? Yeah. She just got off the court. court. Yeah, court. And the, don't they go over, like she and her coach, won't she and her coach go well, all the things? Well, it doesn't matter. You yeah. would never no, I'm just saying, hear this to a pitcher yeah. at a baseball game or something. Yeah. What does it feel like to blow the game? game. Yeah, you just okay. blew it wide open. I mean, we had a win. This was a big game. And then yeah. you come in and you're supposed to close and they hit four hits off you. Why did you mess it up? Okay, Don't you I, think I, you I, should I, look at your game? I would beg to differ on that. I have heard reporters say things like that to baseball players who reacted pretty much the same way that the tennis player did. Yeah. You know, are you a, are you a player? How do you know? What, you know, so yeah. it I've does never, happen. Okay, I, I, have, yeah. I have seen it. Okay, well, but to a woman, know, I guess, yeah. I would never imagine if, if Roger Federer lost today. I, I, do you, you know, think that the post-lost, post-loss tennis conferences can be mean or they don't they seem like a drag because it's just the one person up there and it's not like a team no thing. this happens in basketball okay. a lot right. of times they take a guy aside or in football you know they take just sometimes one person yeah I, it was when he was breaking down all those things i that mean really felt look at icky. the numbers 33 on four stairs you had a smash in the net you hit straight to her towards the end of the third set you had a double fault then you missed a drive volley of course she thought of course, i thought her answers were so good that she gave him as far as like those were good answers because of course she is not going to trot out every stupid thing that she wished she could take back like why did I run to the net on that one she, she knows the mistake she made of course, of course she, she does, does. Yes. and it felt like tennis <laughs> I just wonder if anyone I mean it was really that's just horrible but so here she shut him down and I she loved did. it I love that she stood up for herself and um, you know called him out on it. I, I just have never. And I guess heard it was tense because people were tweeting about it and 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 stiff and uncomfortable. And if you, the thing that I've really loved about Wimbledon this year is all the commentary. Yeah, they've done. You know, when it starts out in the morning, it starts airing at seven a.m. here on ESPN and ESPN two. Yeah. Um, and I tape both channels. Yeah. But it's so much fun watching them sit around and talk and yap. And John McEnroe is so goofy, and Chrissy Everett's funny, and they're just talking. It's just been really fun. And fun, and there's except been- them when Meghan Markle came, and then you had all kinds of shady stories, including an unnamed Wimbledon official who told the Daily Mail that Meghan Markle was a nightmare there, uh, which I just think uh, the Daily Mail likes to stir the pot, they and they do, like Laurie. to really they do stir they, the pot. They, I know, but I mean, <laughs> and and British journalists are a holes to uh, women. News at seven. Mm-hmm. You know, because so look how mean they are to Meghan Markle. They are. I mean, just making up. I loved what she did today. Walked out to she and Kate with all their children, their, uh, the polo children at the polo match. That is one great well, way. Where the hubbies sh- were playing and yes, shutting it down that we're not friends. Shutting it down and, and just shutting it down that she's a nightmare. She looked like a new mother who is in a flowy, big, comfortable dress because maybe she doesn't want anything constricting around her waistband. Mm-hmm. And I thought she dressed comfortable for Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. And then you had people ragging at her because she was in jeans at not even in the Royal Box. She oh, was in really? a blazer, a black shirt, and a fedora and she jeans. She wore jeans. Oh, but but you can wear jeans because she wasn't in the Royal Box. Right. There isn't. Yeah. But, but people were like coming undone at the seams because she didn't have a dress with buttons on. <laughs> I want to go back to the professional yeah. athletes. Yes. She says, I'm a professional athlete. She's not as good as she wasn't as good as the other player that day. 
Yeah, that's on, on always that going to happen. Yeah, sure. And she. So her so answer what? was good. Right. And he just kept pressing her. I, like he wanted her to trot out all of her so he could like, okay, now I feel like if you're going to really work on that, I, I'm going to have a better time watching you next time because you're more serious, little lady. It felt like that's he where was the tone was going off to me. Either you know, way, that's mansplaining. Look how much I know. I know, but that's the classic yeah, mansplaining. Right, yeah. Is that exactly? You know, is someone who's going to show oh, you're a lawyer? Oh, you're an attorney. There's a classic mansplaining moment. Mm-hmm. Like if someone were ever to say that, if you were a woman, hi, I'm a lawyer. Oh, you're an attorney. Look at you. Already know this person is mansplaining your job. Right. And and professional uh, athletes pretty much know when they mess up. Of they don't, course. and especially oh, do. if you're an individual. Yeah. Yes. Tennis is an individual sport yeah. unless you're playing doubles. Yeah. I mean. You already know what happened. Right. Way to rub it in my face. Yeah. I, I just, I, I thought she handled it well. Um, I did too. I really did. I was, I was in, I was impressed. And I was also glad for the people who were, who were tweeting about this is one tense presser. Oh, yeah. Which is, there uh, was not, there was no Hugh Grant there asking questions from the horse and hunt club. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, so... It's really exciting. There's great play. There's the quarterfinals are happening, happening today. today. I'm not going to say anything to spoil. I so, Julia, did you hear about the uh, player that lost all of his prize money and was because he didn't try hard enough in his game yesterday? Did you hear about this guy? No. Oh, was it, Australia's it was Australia's play. Tomich. Yeah. Yes. He, he had to give up $56,000 because he didn't meet required professional standards. Whoa! A 58-minute first-round defeat, the shortest men's match in 2004. And they said he went out there, didn't even bother chasing balls, and was completely indifferent to the result. And he got fined. Wow. For that. Well, that's like, yeah. that's like the, um, heard of that. the other Australian player that played against Nadal a couple days ago. And... Um, his matches the day before, like he knew he wasn't going to win a set, so he literally just quit playing. Oh he just God. quits. How about Fagnani, the Italian, who got in trouble for hoping a bomb landed on Wimbledon? He was a real bad oh, sport. And then Strykova or whatever, oh not Strykova, the guy that he played, I forget who he played. He has kind of high, tight haircut, and he was a big baby, always yelling at the mm-hmm. umpire. I mean, that guy was just a pain in the butt. Such. Having a hissy fit every mm-hmm. other moment. Now, mm-hmm. what do they do? Do they ever do? Was would a British journalist call the, these guys out on that back in the presser on um, when they lost? Yeah, I don't know. We haven't seen it. Well, because they probably don't even bother covering it. You know, they're like, oh, well, let's all pile on our British number one seed lady and really get her to. Julia, s- do you know? Is it required for the players to go to the press conference, and if they skip it, they can get fined? Do you know? I, that- I do think yes, if they you, have to go, you have, have to go. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it says here from the Daily Telegraph, Wimbledon umpires have been handing down a record number of fines for swearing and racket smashing yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and Fugnani got fined yeah. for, for, he said it in Italian, I hope a bomb drops on Wimbledon. He said it in Italian <laughs> and somebody translated and reported it. And, but he, he was, I guess he's always having hissy fits. Well, and, and, so like, that's, oh, that's and Serena great. Williams, when she was practicing with her sister on Sunday, kept banging the racket on the grass court mm-hmm. and got fined ten grand because they do everything to grow those lawns. It's like messing up a green and a golf course. Got you can't it. do that. Got it. It takes so long to grow that grass. I do, I do recall really scuffing up the end of my racket when you'd be mad and you go like that. My my green oh, yeah. rod lever uh, 
racket that I had, green and gold. I don't think I've ever thrown mine, but I flipped the bird. I, I've hit. <laughs> to I've hit. The person I'm playing oh, with. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, because he's so much better than me, and sometimes I think he's he's just so good, and I'm just like, you know I wouldn't get to that. Yeah. You know. Well, you gotta, you know, the you do want to make people run. Oh, trust me. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Well, anyway. Now, this whether is, or not you run is, I think of Serena is. has an opportunity. She might win it all. I think she will. Really? All all the number high number seeds are out. I, I think she will. Well, because she's right. getting better with every match. All right. So I really think she's going to win. Does she it. have a nipple ring? Lori, I think so. Yeah, all right. I saw that. that I saw the uh, hardware, and I thought I, I, I on the on the on right the, breast, yes. right over her heart. She does. Mm-hmm. I saw it too, and I thought, wow, that seems like it would be uncomfortable to play in. But what do I know? Maybe it's been in there so long. How do you know? Well, she's got to take it out to breastfeed. Can't she's just done. breastfeed she's not doing that anymore. She's not doing that. You anymore. don't know her baby's that. twenty-two months. Julia, that is nothing. People breastfeed their children longer than that sometimes. Isn't that? I saw that, Lori, and I was trying to figure it out. Because you don't want to breastfeed one boob or you'll be lopsided. you got to go back and forth. See? At least who that's did, what I've been told. Who did we just <laughs> see with double nipples on something just in the last day? When Nicole Kidman was wearing body was, perks on Big Little Eyes. Yeah, but... Wow, she does have a pin in there. You talked about Angelina Jolie, I think. Yes, in the the slip for the Mm -hmm. Guerlain ad. All right, we got to go, kids. That Um, was epic. Epic. I liked talking about the tennis. Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. Maybe there'll be another exciting story tomorrow. I hope so. May someone misbehave badly in the press room. So we can talk about it. All right, listen, this movie is opening in theaters July 18th. The red carpet happened last night, and uh, Beyonce and Blue Ivy were wearing Alexander McQueen to The Lion King. We'll be right back. Red carpet uh, happened it, last night in Hollywood, and the one I'm really excited about the big big premiere will be in London. Oh, so they're going, they're going, you they're know, going, they'll do Hollywood, New York, win. and they're going to London. I mean, may Meghan Markle come out with uh, Beyonce? I would love it. But Beyonce and Blue Ivy were Alexander McQueen. Yes, Jay Z didn't walk the red carpet, but he was there. Now Alexander McQueen, you know, British designer. So yeah. I don't know if it means. Beyonce is going to be wearing this all the way through, but they looked they looked absolutely adorable. Donnie posted it's, the... It's adorable. Uh, you posted... Uh, how, what do we have posted, Donnie? We have uh, Beyonce by herself in yes. that outfit, and then the rest of the cast on the red carpet, two separate postings. She's literally dripping in a bejeweled... Like tuxedo oh. jacket with a sheer beaded skirt and has the most amazing... It almost is... There's almost so much bling, we're missing the necklace. You're right. You're right, Lori. She's but, so blinged out, but it's amazing. But I love her hair, how it's 40s style. Yes. I just, she looks gorgeous. And Blue Ivy, she's also everything. an Alexander McQueen. And uh, she wore kind of a mini miniature of the same thing in a blazer with uh, a long skirt. The she's, same skirt. So, so cute. She really is. And I loved that they, the, those two walked together. The Destiny's Child ladies were there, yep. Kelly and uh, Michelle. Yep. They were there. Of course, you know, all the other people. Donald Glover was looking mm-hmm. like a snack in a 70s red and white checked yeah, suit. James Earl Jones, Chiwetel Etafor, mm-hmm. Billy Eichner, Seth Rogen, Alfred Woodward, John Oliver. But people really dressed the theme. I mean, there were animal prints and there was lots of black and gold. Leanne Rhymes and Eddie Sid- Sibion were there with their, her, 
kids? Well, why would he, here? I mean, that would be like that would be a celebrity thing. Jamie Foxx took his daughter. I bet everybody in Hollywood was trying to get a ticket to that that yeah. had kids oh, yeah. of a certain age. Mm. Uh, one critic, because uh, they, they took to Twitter last night. Um, it called it a visual masterpiece that will leave you smiling and crying the whole time. Smiling instead of smizing? Smiling and oh, crying. I thought you said smiling. No, will leave you smiling and crying the whole time. Uh, Beyonce is good in the lion, good, really good. Uh, Nala's role is bigger and Beyonce suits it perfectly. Tim, Timon and Pumbaa steal the show. Uh, of course. It's a true testament to the lasting effect Disney movies have on all generations. This was written by Disney. No, the, no these are critic, all different oh, critics really? that were that tweeting good? last oh, night. Good. Yes, well, they, it's coming out July 18th, I think, right? Yeah, 18th or 19th, whatever that Friday mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I think so it's Beyonce released, um, she's releasing an album at um, with the premiere of the movie on July 19th, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, she has... The songs are all inspired by African artists. This album that she's going to be doing, she wrote it one song and sings one song, Spirit. Okay. And um, she co-wrote with others, and she's saying that um, it's going to be played during an emotional Lion King scene involving Nala, which is her character. Right. And she said this is sonic cinema this is a new experience of storytelling i wanted to do more and she said that her collection of songs is a mixture of genres and collaborations influenced by r&b pop hip-hop and afrobeat so i'm excited for i think it well let's listen to spirit all right oh i love her voice yeah for the very first time It's an epic song. It's going to be a hit. It's going to be nominated yep. probably for an Oscar. It is. And she and Donald Glover, can you feel the love tonight? We heard that oh, a yeah. couple of weeks beautiful. ago. Did you post this down here? Oh, yes. That yeah. song is posted. Okay. Oh, beautiful. It's it starts slow, but I was, yeah. Because yeah, it's, well, it's, it's building up. It's, it's got to crescendo. It's got to get going. Oh, yeah. Donald Glover. He looked great. Yeah, he looks like a snack. That's There's all this I one say. gal I took a picture of. I don't know her. Oh, he, her name. He, he voices Simba. By the oh. way, Donald Glover, that's who he is. I mm. love... And, and Chuetel Edifor is Scar. I yeah. love... Who Very. played Scar in the first Jeremy one? Irons. That's mm-hmm. it. He was so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was so good. Yeah. Um, the scale on the red carpet, when you're looking through the photos that are posted on the Lori and Julia show page, Marseille Martin, Yeah. she wore this ruby red quilted beautiful dress she's a she oh i like, recognize her i know oh who she my is. gosh yeah there was it's a stunning red carpet this People is my have, favorite dress though because she's younger and it looks like oh. it's the cutest dress on her yeah it's, it's really cute it's what a really, great color i love that tangerine it's really red. really really cute yeah so. it's so the beyonce's one does her lion king album drop in concert with the movie yes all right perfect mm-hmm that sounds good. I actually do want to see this movie. I do too. Mm-hmm. But there's, it's summer, and I. What if it's sunny that day? 
Um, well, that's well, true. It's going to be around for a while. Yeah, so. it will be around for a while. There's <laughs> bound to be another I rainy day. I feel that way with a lot of movies, but it's like, I don't want to go sit in a movie theater if the sun's out. I know, absolutely. I'm with you on that. No, absolutely. We have to enjoy it. Um, I know, because we get invited to movie things, and I never am reluctant to commit to anything in the, in summer. the summer. I'm like, what if it's nice out? I feel the yeah. same way. Yeah. Uh, why can't we get this job? Jay-Z is entering the weed business as a brand strategist. Damn it. Uh, he because we don't have a name as big as Jay Z, and the weed business is going to fund his um, streaming business. No, he's just a he. In his statement, uh, he said, "We want to create something amazing, have fun in the process, do good, bring people along the way." He's a billionaire; he can afford his own dumb streaming service. He said he wants to further social justice efforts by increasing job training for former prisoners as well as fostering equality and fairness in the development of the legal marijuana industry and give people jobs it's who've excellent. been busted for, yeah. excellent. You know, mm-hmm. It's like the, the Baker guy that I told you about who gave the talk at St. Yeah. Thomas commencement speech. Yeah. He did the bakeries in, in yeah. LA. Yeah. Same thing for the gang leaders. Yeah. yeah. So this is, yeah, you're right. He's far, he's going to do far better than well, we Well, it's kind of interesting because today I get the Boston Globe and mm-hmm. it's something from everybody, but you have to pay to read it past the headline. So the headline was five years since Denver, they were the Colorado was the first state to legalize weed mm-hmm. and what they've learned in their teaching, other you know, states. other states, how to do it. I feel like we're not far behind. I really feel like it's going to happen here. I, I don't know. I Minnesota don't know. is so weird. We won't. You don't have to wear a helmet, but yet we're 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 forward on many things, but we're backward on some yeah. things. You would have thought we, we would be quite provincial. Yeah, it's such yes. a good. Money I mean, you know, I mean, we just got liquor on Sunday. That's yeah, true. That that that's true. You still can't buy a car. That's an old Lutheran Bible law yeah. or something. The blue Not laws. a Bible law, but a blue law. But <laughs> you know, I call it Bible law because all we thou shalt not buy a car on the Lord's Day. Right, Johnny. <laughs> all right, listen. When we come back, we're going to play Jeopardy. It's been a while. It has been a while, and we've got some exciting news about the Queen and her daily boozing. No, and her daily boozing. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs>